0: What's going on Health Burner Nation, Yuri here. I wanna do a special video today to answer your most pressing questions. So I'm gonna answer three or four questions that have come up recently in our Facebook group and I wanna share them with you in this video, cool? Welcome to the Health Burner Show. My name is Yuri Elkheim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful... Virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process. Then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. All right, guys, what's up? Yuri here from Health Printer. Um, just in case you don't know, we help health professionals just like yourself get clients and scale your businesses online. And one of the questions I was asking in our Facebook group called the Health Printer Hub, which in case you're not a member of, uh, there should be a link below. Just join it. If you're watching this in the hub. Uh, just type in live if you're watching live and replay if you're watching the replay of this. So I asked the question, if we could spend an hour together over a Green Juice, what would you get me to teach you? And so I'm answering or I'm shooting this video to answer some of those questions. Just as an aside, almost everything I'm going to give you here has already been shot in a separate video. So if you just devour my YouTube channel, you'll find all the answers to this stuff, right? So it, that's hopefully uh, useful for you. So let, let's let's dive into this. So um, Linda's asking how to become a six to seven figures earner. That is a loaded question that I think you just have to watch all my videos to really get a good grasp of because there's so many, there's so many things, like there's so many things you have to understand there, but I'll tell you this, the most important, the two most important things, you have to become an amazing communicator, And number two is you have to have persistence and drive like no one's business. What that means is that you just have to keep going and going and going and going because the going, it's not easy, right? Like as you know, building a business, a great business, not a business that makes a couple hundred bucks a month, but a lot of money in the service of other people, it requires a tremendous amount of tenacity and figuring things out. And most importantly, you have to get mentorship. Like there's no way, I don't know if I've ever met anyone who's built a seven-figure business without coaching or mentorship. So mindset's huge. Mindset is everything, but you know, smart people get coaching. Everyone who struggles try to, tries to figure it out themselves. Okay. And I'll tell you this, usually you're not in a position to afford the coaching that you need right? And this is the dichotomy. It's like, oh, like I need to make money first, then I'll get coaching. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. It's not like I'll get in shape first, then I'll hire the trainer. It's no, no, no. You hire the trainer to get in shape. You need the coach to make the money. I hired my first coach for $18,000, which was more money than I made in the previous year. This is back in 2010. I threw it on my credit card. If you don't have a credit card, get a credit card. If you don't have a credit card for your business, you're not taking your business seriously. It's really simple. Do not expect to build a six or seven figure business without a credit card. That's child's play. Anyways, tons of other videos on the channel um, that address all sorts of different components with the six and seven figure question. Okay, um, so this one is lung rehab voyage. I apologize if I don't obviously know your first name because that's all I see here in the group. How to make a difference in the virtual practice amidst personal and professional competitors. Okay, so what's the difference between personal and professional competitors? I don't understand that. It's just competitors, right? I've said this before and I'll say it again. You have to obsess about your clients, not the competition, right? I, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't really consider our business to have any competitors, which is kind of naive because obviously we do. There are other people, some of my very good friends, really compete in the same market as we do, okay? Okay but I don't focus on what they do. I don't worry about what they charge. I don't worry about what they offer. I'm aware of what they offer, right? I'm aware of what's happening in the marketplace. I see ads online. I see what people are bringing to the marketplace and that's okay, right? I don't, I don't obsess about that. I'm like, oh my God, someone's charging this. I need to charge that amount. I don't look at any of that stuff. I see it, I'm aware of it, but I obsess about my clients, I look at where are my clients needing the most support? How can I best help them? And that's it, okay? So the way you annihilate competition is you don't even think about it. It's the same way that you improve any situation. Like, let's just look at this. The war on cancer, the war on drugs, the war on X, Y, and Z. How's that working out? It's not. Because when you devote your attention to fighting and war, the competition, you get more of that. The fight against COVID, how's that working out? It's not. Why don't we just ignore it and focus on living a healthy life? It'll take care of itself. It's the same thing with your business, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Krista's asking, top five marketing tips when you have no list or following? Why five? Why not just one? I'll give you the one, okay? And I actually put this in the comments, is use our perfect client pipeline process. And there's actually a video on our channel. We'll include the link below called How to Get Clients and Deliver Better Results in 2021. Watch that video. I'm going to walk you through exactly how our Perfect Pipeline process works. And if you don't have a list, if you don't have a social media following, you've got two choices. You can do the organic game, right? You can post on Instagram, you can post on Facebook, or you can pay to acquire clients. Now, some of you have asked, when I say some, like one or two of you have asked, Yuri, How on earth have you grown your Instagram following from 10K to 25K in the space of one month? And here's the answer. It's not by content. It's not by manually reaching out to people. You know how we did it? We paid a lot of money to do it. That's it, right? All of these big followings that you see on Instagram, I promise you, many of them have paid. Now there's a very big difference between pay for followers, which I did stupidly many years ago versus pay for page shout outs, which is essentially what we're doing. So we spend five figures a month to grow our Instagram, right? That's the game guys. Like I'm telling you, like there's no free way to get where you want to go in the near short term. Like if you want to go for free and organic, you can do that. It's going to take you a long time. As I've said many, many times before. It took us three years, three years to grow our Instagram following from zero to 10,000 people. It took us less than 30 days to grow from 10,000 to 25,000. And we'll probably hit 50,000 by the end of this month because you know why? We're paying to grow the following with the right people. That's the key, okay? Not every single one of those followers is our perfect, you know, prospect or client, but a good percentage of them are. So I'm sharing this with you because... In our world, we don't look at like money by speed, okay? And if you don't have money, you don't need money. You need courage. And as I mentioned before, a credit card. Some people might watch this and say, that's terrible advice, advisory. Why would I spend money to grow my following? Well, you're going to spend your time otherwise. So the way I look at this is, okay, how much am I paying to acquire a client on Facebook, right? With Facebook advertising as an example. Okay, I'm paying X amount of dollars. Well, what if I were to pay for followers on Instagram? And when we look at the number of followers we pay for and how those, or the, how those followers can lead into conversations that could eventually become clients, what does that number look uh, work out to be? And if it's anywhere near the same or a lot lower, I will do that until the end of time. Because what we're doing here, guys, is all about leverage and arbitrage, right? If someone has your audience, right, and you can access that network, And you have to pay for it. You have to understand the math in your business because I will continue. And you're going to see our Instagram. You're going to see our Instagram account. It's going to go to a million followers before the, like before a couple months. Why? Because we have the backend infrastructure to support that number of followers and engage in those conversations using our conversational close process to move people to the next level if they're a good fit. And if we have that on the backend, then we can ramp up the front end. And it's the same thing with ads right? If we can spend money on ads and we get people in using our perfect client pipeline process into conversations with the right people, we'll do that all day long because we spend a dollar and we make 10 in return. We spend a dollar and we make five in return. That's exactly the process we teach our clients. So you don't need a following. You don't even need an email list. I would say 90% of our clients come to us with none of those. I don't have a website. I don't have an email list. I have a practice. I've I've been in business for a long time, but I haven't been able to do this online stuff yet. That's great, right? Because the two choices are you do it for free or you pay for it. And I'm not saying pay for Instagram followers. I'm just using that as an example, like full disclosure behind the scenes what we're doing. But the vast majority of our business, and it always has been this way, comes from our perfect client pipeline, which is based on running ads, right? And it works like a charm once you have it dialed in, okay? So hopefully that helps Krista. All right, David's asking, teach me how to package my knowledge and skill set to optimize my results and optimize my results and my income. Again, loaded question. There's a lot of stuff here. I think the the example of the video I gave, how to get clients and Del- deliver better results in 2021, kind of does both of those. Um, but one thing I'll suggest to you guys is really think about the questions you ask, because if you ask vague questions, you're going to get very vague results or vague answers. So really think about what's the most important question here to really move my business to the next level. And this is the challenge with business is that very often you can't see your own blind spots, which means you can't ask the right questions to get the right answers. Does that make sense? So as an example, the reason why our clients get such good results with us versus by themselves is that we can tell them what their blind spots are. So as an example, um, with the Perfect Client Pipeline process, there's only a few places to optimize, right? For instance, let's say you're getting calls booked. People watch the webinar. They book a call to you. And let's say you book 30 calls in a month and 20 of them no show. Okay. So you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, this process doesn't work. Or why are so many people not showing? Because I thought they are going to show up if they watch the webinar. If you don't know what the bottleneck is there or the constraints, you're not sure how to fix it or you're not even aware of it. So we have a, a very low show up rate, 33% which is not ideal. You you want that show up rate to be higher than 80%. All right, cool. So what are you doing to improve show up rate because if that's the single one thing to focus on and fix in your pipeline, everything else is going to work better. You don't need to change the ads, you don't need to change the webinar because all that stuff is working. It's just we're not getting the people to show up on the call. So what do we have to tweak either in the messaging on the webinar, in the application, or in that transition that handoff process from the time they book the call to the time the call actually happens. And if you don't know what to do there, if you can't see those blind spots, it's very hard to fix them, which is why having a coach who's been there, done that a million times, is very important. Okay. I'm not saying it doesn't have to be me. I'm just saying like find someone who knows what they're doing. There's a lot of coaches out there. doesn't mean they're all good. doesn't mean that they'll have a lot of experience. So, um, Hopefully that makes a little bit of sense, David. Obviously, we've spoken before, so you know. Anyways, okay. Uh, Delin is asking, "Teach me to better articulate my offerings in a way that's not so technical yet very relatable." All right, so this is a good question. This is a this is a good example of a very uh, specific question. No one cares about your stuff. No one cares about my stuff. No one cares about any of our stuff, right? What they care about is themselves. So if what you're doing is explained in a way that is all about them, that is going to be important. So let me give you an example. And I I may have shared this with you before if I haven't, then first time. I use the example of a black box versus a fishbowl, right? So let's just assume that this Luminaries Mastermind water bottle is a black box, okay? And I'm saying, hey, if you could put your hand in here, uh, can you put your hand in there? Now, you might say to yourself, Yuri, I don't trust you, or I don't know you, what's inside? And I'm telling you, like, don't worry. There's some good stuff inside. Everything you want is inside. So you might be thinking, well, I don't know. What if there's a tarantula in there? What if there's a spider, a scorpion, whatever? But what if there's a million dollars in there? You don't know. And so this is the dilemma of sales is you have to give people enough visibility and transparency about what you offer in a way where they can see it, i.e. the fishbowl. If I were to give you a fishbowl and I'm like, put your hand inside, you're like... Sure, I can see exactly what's inside. That makes sense, right? I'm going to put my hand in because I can see a million dollars sitting there or I'm not going to put my hand in because I can see the scorpion sitting there. So visibility and transparency is very important. So when you are articulating what it is you do, you have to lay out your delivery, your program in such a way where I recommend very linear. So what a lot of people do is they say, here's everything you get. Think of it as like a box of stuff with all sorts of crap inside, and it's like moving, like no one wants to deal with a box of stuff. Like you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this and everyone's like, Woof. all right, let me think about that. The best way to explain how you help someone is to walk them through the process of being a client. So the first thing we're gonna do when you get started is we're gonna have a Kickstarter, a Kickstarter call within the first one, you know, one to two days. On that call, we're gonna give you very clear direction about how to get started, exactly what to focus on, and then from that point, you're going to get into our online portal. Inside the online portal, you'll have a very step-by-step checklist where the first thing we're going to do is this, and then this, and then this. And between those points, we're going to have a check-in call or a Q&A call or whatever you want. And so you never get lost you know, throughout the process. So if you can think of breaking down what you do and how you explain what you do in a linear process... So the client or the prospect can visually see themselves walking through that in their mind. It's going to become a lot more effective. That's the first thing. So think the example I use with my clients is think of it as a train journey, right? So you and the, the prospect are on the train and you're going along the train tracks. You explain the first piece, you get to the train station. Now, here's the key. When you are talking about your thing, you have to check in with the prospect, and relate it back to what they told you earlier on in the conversation about what's important to them. So you stop at the station. Is this making sense? Is there anything you need to, or do you need me to articulate or better clarify for this first part? They're like, nope. All right, cool. We leave that station. We move on to the second piece. Okay. You talk about your thing, the second, you know, step of the journey, you get to the second station. Yuri, is this making sense? Cool. How do you think this could benefit you related to something they told you earlier on the conversation that's important to them? So when you are talking about your program, it's important to engage them in the dialogue because if you just blast them with like 15 minutes of like speaking, kind of like what I'm doing here, it's very easy to tune out. So that's two little things. Hopefully it makes sense is describe what you do in a linear fashion and relate it back to them and what's important to them. Okay. Okay. Um, and then last question I'll I'll address here is Brian's asking how to write copy that gets people's attention. Great question. This is probably one of the most important skills you have to develop. You can always outsource this, but you lose the most important skill you can develop as a business owner is the ability. And I talked about this earlier is communication is the key. If you cannot articulate what it is you do in such a way that means something to other people, you're not going to achieve the results you want to achieve. And you can't like... You can't shortcut this. You can't just be like, I'm gonna hire a copywriter and they're gonna do all this stuff for me because they always hold the keys to your kingdom. You don't understand the important, you don't understand the mechanics of good messaging. This is something we spend a tremendous amount of time on with our clients. And one of like the, the three things I tell them once their pipelines deployed, like when you build your perfect client pipeline, you all of a sudden have a tremendous amount of free time in your life. So what do you do? There's three things. Number one is you write an ad every single day. You write one ad every single day. You don't have to launch the ad every day, but you have to write every single day in such a way that speaks to your perfect clients. You have to be able to get inside their head. You have to get into their, their, their life. You have to be able to enter that conversation that's happening in their mind. And this is relatively simple to do if you were that client several years ago, right? So you write to yourself in the past. This is the most important piece of messaging is, is empathy. I call this the one word marketing plan. If you understand your audience better than they do, that's half the battle, all right? So write one ad every single day. That's gonna take you 30 minutes if you've got you know, good templates and frameworks like we give our clients to work from. Number two is you work on your selling skills. You work on your role-playing you read your script, you get comfortable, like every, like walk your dog in the shower with a, another person doing role plays. Every single day you have to have conversations that you are practicing and training how to have those dialogues. And the third thing is you have to add value in some way, shape or form to your audience. Like here, like I'm shooting a video for you guys. That's what I do, it takes me 20 minutes, okay? That's it. Those are the only three things you need to do in your business to go from zero to a million dollars in revenue. I promise you that, okay? If you do those three things diligently within the context of a perfect client pipeline, you will achieve a million dollars. I posted this in a group the other day. One of our clients, Kevin, started with us at the beginning of 2020, just when the pandemic hit. Zero revenue, zero online following. He was a health coach. And I, like that was it, okay? He had a big vision for where he wanted to go. And 18 months later, he now has a more than $1 million business. That's what's possible when you focus on the most important things, right And that's why clients come to us is because instead of doing a thousand different things, we tell them do this one thing and do it really, really well. Build your perfect client pipeline and work on the skills necessary to make that thing hum like a well-oiled machine. So when you write copy that gets people's attention, that's the, that's it's like the key that unlocks everything you want in your business in your life because you're now able to persuade people, in a way that's obviously beneficial for them and then obviously beneficial for your business. So how do you write copy that does that? You have to put in the practice. You have, it's a skill you have to develop every single day you have to write one page, just write one page. That's all right. What's that first one or two sentences that's going to hook someone to pull them into the rest of the story. Then how do you write a compelling story about your journey, a client's journey that's going to really connect with them and you just rinse and repeat over and over and over again. I can tell you this, like, Some of my good friends who went from struggling trainers, uh, business owners that were getting no traction online, the one thing they committed to was improving their copywriting skills. Every single day, they would write out by hand sales letters, right? By hand, every single day. Within one year, within one year, they're running eight-figure businesses. Like, this is how powerful words can be. And in a medium like the internet, where people read stuff or, or see stuff, you have to be able to develop that skill set. Now, I don't write most of my copy now, but I have 15 years of experience of writing copy because I've had to learn it. So now that when I work with copywriters on our team, we're able to have much higher level conversations. I can point out stuff that is not good and I can say this is amazing and here's why, and I can sniff out the BS. So what allows me to hire better people, as it will allow you to hire better people down the road. But first, you have to master not everything, But I think your messaging is one thing you have to, have to, have to master before you ever delegate it. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I see health professionals make is they don't do that and they delegate it too soon. And then they're like, man, I didn't get the results I want because no one's gonna know what's up here as well as you do. All right, so anyways, I know that's about five or six questions. Hopefully that helps you guys out. A little bit of a buffet today. Um, If you've enjoyed this, drop me a comment below. And if you're on the YouTubes, subscribe to the channel. Check out my hundreds of other videos to help you get more clients and build an amazing virtual practice. Hope you guys have an awesome day and I'll see you soon. Ciao. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review, if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at. Health Printer. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search Health Printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.